Giving feedback can be uncomfortable and lengthy, but it can also be quick and easy. With four steps, you can encourage the best behaviors in 15 seconds with no regrets. It's up to you to create a thriving environment for your team. Discover how Jason Hedge, owner of Launchable Leadership and host Brad Webster, here to share practical tools to help you become the best boss. Hey, Jason, how are you doing? I'm doing good tonight, Brad. How are you? I'm doing well. Awesome. So we're hanging out on this topic of feedback. Feedback. It's an important one. So yeah, we've got uh, a second side to this that complements the other podcast, but hits it on a whole different level. Awesome. So in the last in the last podcast or the last episode, we talked about what feedback was and why it's important and how to feed how to receive it right. and really demonstrate the value so that begins to leak into the culture where there's hopefully an opening for others to value feedback as much as you've been demonstrating that. Yeah, right, right. So I want to take this this episode to zero in on one part of this. And that is going back to that initial stage of when someone asks you if they can give you feedback and you suddenly just feel that clench in your chest and you're not quite sure what to do. So I want to ask you, why is feedback so hard to give? What's hard to give on what you are answering is hard to receive it because we don't know what they're going to say. Hard to give it. We're unsure of what the reaction is going to be. So the best boss who's striving and getting better all the time, they hold back oftentimes from giving feedback because they know the other person, no one really likes to hear something bad about themselves in general. Uh, that's where we're stuck. So they know they won't take it well. And most of us don't take it well ourselves. So we project that on others. Uh, it's uncomfortable. It's uneasy. It's it is a painful process because we've made it a painful process. We have ramped it up into this big painful thing. And a lot of times we see it as especially the official feedback. A write up is a determination that we are committed to firing you. And now we're doing the HR thing to do the necessary write ups to get there. And they're missing the point all together. That's not what it is. It's also uncomfortable because those little bits of feedback along the way were like, well, that's not that big a deal. So uh, let me get, I'll, I'll, I'll collect a couple of them and then I'll present, you know, 15 of 15 little things right. to them yeah. at one time, which then you've got that awkward stretch out. Um, a lot of times we have bosses that just extend that credit. Oh, they'll get it eventually. We'll just give them more time. We'll give them a couple more months. Right. Then a couple months later, we're, well, let's give them a couple more months. It's only been, you know, 24 months that they've been here with us. They'll eventually get it and they keep overextending it. And the boss still feels frustrated and everyone else feels frustrated because they're not doing whatever sh they should be doing in the right way. We also feel that uncomfortableness because like, okay, Brad, I need to see you in my office. We need to talk. <laughs> Ollie, that's a horrible, horrible feeling. Thing. Right, right. Everybody yeah. knows what's going on with that. Yeah. So, and then when you're sitting in there in the office and you've got that eye to eye contact, everybody's right. feeling bad with it. 
It's not there. So it's... And then you're sitting across from a desk, most likely. So oh, yeah. Of course, you got the like... desk. You've got that. Right. Yeah, you've got your side. It's in your comfortable office. And you know they're not feeling good. So it's mainly hard because we're doing it wrong. And even just in avoidance sometimes, you know, if you're the boss, you see something and you just almost just sort of avoid the uncomfortableness of giving the feedback. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We do that way too often to just keep from being uncomfortable or we tell ourselves that we are picking our battles. Right, right. You justify then, it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll, we'll save that 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 juice for something bigger, bigger later right, on. Right, yeah. And really, you're undermining the culture. And ever when it when it's not talked about, it's a silent permission for them to continue to do it. Wow. Okay. So what should we be doing? We should be giving feedback a lot more often, a lot more often. So I've been several times where I've been in front of a group of employees and some part during the process I ask, would you like more direct feedback from your supervisor? And the majority of them say, yes, yes, yes I'd let, yeah. we would like more feed, direct feedback. Later on, get in the group of supervisors and I ask them, are you giving your employees enough direct feedback on how they're doing? And they also say, yes. yes. <laughs> And those two can't be true at the same time. Right, right. So there's a problem there. Okay. With that. So we just need to give it more. And really, we should be looking at it of not these big areas of feedback. Mm -hmm. We want to bring it down to those little areas because our goal with feedback, and that's really what we should be focusing on. Our goal with feedback is to help help encourage the best behaviors. Mm-hmm. We want to help them down this this road. Or if you think about a bowling lane, as they put up those bumpers on right, the side, yeah, yeah. we want them to get to that end target. Right. Especially new employees, they're doing a new project, a new task. It's going to take them longer than some of the others. But if we put up those bumpers with this feedback to right. give them a little nudge either way, eventually it's going to make its way down to the end. And then hopefully they can repeat it and then... Mm-hmm. They won't need those same bumpers in the same way until they get to the next project. So giving more. Giving more feedback. Okay. And do it quickly. Okay. We need to move away from this big garnering of information, holding it together for months, putting our case together on things for these little things that people are doing. Just get it out there, right there. You don't need to have pull them away to another room. Just have a, a kind of some privacy. Right. And give it right there. Do it quickly. Don't make it a big deal. Share it. And help them to move on and keep going. What if you even just took it a step further and made it a point to stand while you're giving feedback? Like, don't even sit down. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't even move it. Yeah. Standing meetings are a great way to keep it fast because if you're standing, you're going to move it along quickly. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Big part of it. What's next? Starting with positive feedback mm-hmm. is the best way to begin working things into the system to get people accustomed to feedback. Because when our goal is to encourage the best behaviors, positive and constructive feedback are two sides of the the bowling lane that help them get in that right direction. Mm -hmm. But start with the positive to let them know and to reinforce the fact that you want them to reach their full potential and you want to help them grow. And starting with positive feedback helps ease them into the process mm-hmm. before. So they're they're walking into the lake before they get into the deep stuff later on. Right, right. And it makes it that much easier. So we'll get on to the bad stuff later on, but start with the positive. Okay. 
So really just starting with the positive to help alleviate that fear and that anxiety that naturally would come when someone even hears that word. Right. And you're going to have a lot of fun when you start doing this and say, Brad, can I share something with you? And that natural anxiety comes up that we talked about in the other podcast. And then you share something positive. Oh, that helps to work it away. Now, you were telling me in the last podcast about that same experience about the story. Why don't you share that again? Well, it was just the fact that I had had a boss. Okay, the first time I experienced a culture where they were actively giving feedback was um, at this particular job. And, you know, I I did a lot of the same stuff I do now. I did a lot of design. I did a lot of branding stuff. Um, But I had a boss there and he said, hey, can I give you some feedback? And naturally, I had the anxiety. The anxiety, right, right. And then he gave me positive feedback. Ah, nice, And I'm nice. like, well, well, that's a relief. And I was sort of waiting for the hammer to drop. And it didn't. And it never did. Nice. That was it. That was all he had. And so after a while, we started meeting. You know, we were doing one-on-ones each week. And he would say, can I give you some feedback? And I would say, yes. <laughs> I was still timid about it. Right. Yeah, it but after a, a few weeks, I started realizing he was only giving me positive feedback. And so after a while, I started going, well, yeah, like, okay, bring me some feedback. Beautiful. And then he'd be like, so can I give you some more feedback? And I'm like, yeah. And then he would come in with something that I could work on and improve on. But he really built a buffer. Right. He really built that trust with me. So I got to a point where... I looked forward to the feedback and I wanted that feedback and I wanted to grow. And I will say this. He did say this to me once and I'll never forget it. He said, you're a really good designer. You could be a great designer. Nice. And here's how you could be a great designer. And uh, that's that was huge for me. Calling out that potential that right. they see it and they want to help you to get there. And w- we all know, we've heard the research, it ranges from three to five to seven of for every three good things that you say counterbalance that one negative thing you say. Mm-hmm. So when that negative thing comes, if there aren't uh, three things already in that um, that relational bank account, you're putting it into the deficit. And that's when we only share those negative things. We're only sharing one side of that bowling lane bumper mm-hmm. and we're pulling from that deficit. And so he was building it up with you, which made it that much easier when there was something to help you on the constructive side, you were ready to receive it and act on it. I did have another experience with an employer and, uh, you know, to be honest, I didn't get a whole lot of feedback until I got my yearly, yearly review. Right. Save it up for the year. That's a natural process. You don't have to be uncomfortable during the year. You just give it all at the end. Well, I kind of knew and could feel some tension know, with tension it right? over time. And then boom, it all came out in the review and it was just kind of like the hammer dropped and man, that was a bummer. Like I, I felt horrible. Like <laughs> Because six months earlier, you could have shifted and changed exactly. some of those things easily. Yeah. But no one brought it up. Right. And it's hard to hard to act on tension. So. Yep. So what I want to focus on is the key aspect in the the four-step process to move it to giving it more often and to give it faster. It should only take about 15, 10, 15 seconds to really give quick feedback as those bumper lanes. Now Caveat, there are some some big major items that people can do wrong in the workplace that you're going to bypass this. But we're talking about those little things that are encouraging those best behaviors over and over and over again. And so. Okay. So how should we be giving feedback? Four steps. Permission, past, 
impact, and future. Okay, unpack that. All right. So it's it's asking permission. Okay. As the boss, you've got the right to be able to just give them the feedback. Right. As the recipient, they've got the opportunity to listen or not or value or not right. what's going on. Right. And so if they're frustrated, if they've got a lot going on, if they're not in a place to receive it, you're wasting breath. Save it for another time. So ask them because that's starting the process of on the sales cycle, starting with the yes and that's what you're doing. So you're asking them permission that, and that opens it up more for them to be able to receive it. So it's ask permissions. The first one. Okay. Second one we're going is to describe the past behavior. And this one is important that we're focusing on the behaviors mm -hmm. and not the labels. Okay. Okay. So if it was Brad, can I share something with you? Yes. When you're a jerk to the other employees, <laughs> that label, then you can easily right. come back and say, no, I wasn't being a jerk. Right, it's debatable. But if I was to say, you know, John, when you're in the meeting and you roll your eyes, you talk over the other employees when they're sharing ideas, blah, blah, blah. Right. Those behaviors make it that much harder for the argument to hinge on the definition of the label because you're focusing on what behaviors were there. So it's factual. Keeping it very factual in there. So it's factual that they were in the meeting. It's factual that he talked over someone and it's factual that he rolled his eyes. Absolutely. And if they get in to argue that, that's not the main focus. You lay it down and then go on to the next one is to share the impact. Okay. How does it impact to the team? So this is connecting to that why of the other person, something that's important to them. So when you do that, you lose the trust and the rest of the team has a more difficult time valuing your opinions and having you in the meeting. Mm -hmm. So that cuts to the chase of how is what they're doing impacting things that are going on. And then we're inviting a future behavior. And this is that coaching style of mm -hmm. what can you do differently next time? Mm -hmm. How can you not be late to the next meeting? How can you keep providing that great customer service? Right. Or simply, especially on the positive feedback, thank you for going that extra mile on the Johnson case. Okay. Ask permission, describe the past behavior, share the impact, invite the future behavior. Awesome. All right. Now, I've got a couple examples. Okay. So let's just go through these so we can kind of see how that flow feels. And you can either fit things directly to this or move it around. But all right. Okay. Brad, can I give you some feedback? Anxiety? <laughs> yes. Okay. So after hopefully I've built in some positive ones in right. there. Okay. When you came late to the meeting for the seventh time, that's the behavior, it demonstrates a lack of respect for the rest of the team. How can you be earlier on time in the future meetings? Super quick. To the point, it focuses on what was there the seventh time. The impact that it's having, a lack, demonstrating a lack of respect with the team. Mm -hmm. And then you're inviting him in to come up with a resolution to this. It's not overblowing the idea. It's just part of a conversation in there. I could see where it could take a little bit of time to work out that last question. Like knowing what to say. What to say in there? It might be easy to go, hey, you've come late for the seventh time. It shows a lack of respect for the rest of the team. And then that that's a really strategic question. How can you be early or on time for the future meetings? So if you just want to break it down to a basic, if you just have a brain fart and can't think of anything, what could you do differently? 
ask them about what they could do differently on the behavior sets. Okay. Okay. That's it. Okay. Brad, may I give you some feedback? Yes. When you volunteered to take on that difficult project, it builds trust with the team and calls them forward into, into accepting greater challenges. I really appreciate you. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. So what helps on this on the positive is being specific about what they did and what the impact was. Because if you don't, if you do the general thing, when most people go in, okay, I got to give positive feedback to someone. Hey, Brad, you did a great job. Thanks a lot. Right, right. Hey, Brad, you are amazing. I really appreciate you. I'm I mean, amazing. it feels good. It but... kind of does. But after you get it a couple of times, you're like, well, what did I do that was amazing? Right. How can I do that again? Yeah. How do I repeat that behavior? What does amazing look like? Without being specific, you are missing out of the potential as a best boss to pull out the actual behavior. So you have to call out the behavior that you either want to see stop or that you want to see and encourage it to keep on going. That's the key that we often miss out on. It's really good. That's where we are. Awesome. All right. So best step. Yes. What's the best step? This week, give three people positive feedback using these four steps. Three people positive feedback using these four steps. Okay. So as you're starting with something positive, you've got, you're demonstrating value for the feedback yourself. Hopefully with the other podcasts, you've already started asking for feedback yourself receiving it well and doing something with it that is all going to build into a culture that values feedback which helps continuous improvement to happen which will help you to shine as a best boss wow that's really good i'm already thinking of three people right now nice that's exactly what it should be like awesome. go for it okay that's I, fun i like it <laughs> all right we'll see you soon thanks Chase. Today's best step moves you closer toward becoming the best boss with growing profits, an engaged team, and a legacy with lasting impact. If you found this helpful and know of others ready to become the best boss, please subscribe and take a moment to share a rating of how valuable this podcast has been. Visit us online at bestboss.org to connect more with Jason and Brad and other best bosses. So wait, how many years have you been married? We've been married 24 years. Wow. That's amazing. And so your anniversary is coming? It was in July. Oh, it was in July. End of July. Oh, I heard you say that. You said anniversary. I thought you were alluding to... Oh, it coming? Oh, it's always coming. The next one's coming up. Yeah, the next yeah. one. All right. <laughs>